Hey everyone, and welcome back to Becca Babble's podcast. I'm glad you decided to come back and listen to, I guess, like part two of this series where I'm talking about being prepared for the gym and gym anxiety. If you haven't listened to the podcast before this, I highly recommend so that you feel ready and prepared to conquer your first gym session or if you're going to a new gym, whatever it is, just so that you feel prepared and ready to go in your most confident self. But spoiler alert, you'll never be prepared. And that's the main point of this podcast, just to show you that you won't ever be completely prepared. And I feel like that's a story for everything, but specifically for the gym, you will make mistakes. It will happen. So I just wanted to shed some light and tell you guys some fun stories of me failing at the gym because I feel like it would be fun to just have a good laugh in this podcast and hopefully I won't laugh too much in here while I'm telling the story but we'll see and I did want to say though before I get into this podcast that last podcast I had talked about my obsession with or not obsession but that I had drank two matchas and a black tea and that I was a little bit jittery all over the place and I had realized that I increased my tea drinking I don't know if that's a thing, but like I had increased the amount of tea I was drinking, specifically matcha and black tea, which is caffeinated. Now you might be thinking, Becca, like that barely has any caffeine in it. Well, for a person who doesn't drink coffee, I am a little bit more sensitive to it and it actually works for me, especially if I'm drinking three cups of it. (laughs) Um, But I don't drink coffee because A, it makes me jittery, and B, I feel like I haven't drank black coffee in a long time, but the amount of sugar, creamer, milk, or whatever I would have to put in the coffee, it wouldn't actually be coffee anymore. So I don't feel like I have the right to drink coffee, (laughs) and I just stick with my tea. So that's my thing. If you like drinking coffee and that's your way of doing it and it gets you through the morning, You keep doing that, but I'm going to stick here with my tea. But anyways, I have found myself getting obsessed with matcha, which is good. But then at the same time, I have to watch out how much I drink of caffeinated tea because I feel like it just makes the podcast especially where my words run together and I'm super jittery and I stumble over my words more. I do that enough anyways, so I don't need the tea to be enhancing that but I just kind of find it funny because I used to be obsessed with this sweet and spicy tea from Good Earth which if you have not drank that tea and you are a tea drinker get this tea it is amazing like it makes you feel if you like that cinnamony orange warm fuzzy feeling you will love this tea and you will thank me but I think it's kind of funny how I started off drinking green tea to get me into my tea obsession and then I transitioned to this orange, I think it was pepper or it was mint, then it was the orange and I stuck with that for the longest time and now I'm starting to get back into this green tea sort of situation. So if you're a tea drinker, let me know what tea got you obsessed with drinking tea because I feel like everyone sort of has their like tea that they're obsessed with or just like gets them back to home base so 
I'm going to get into these stories because that's the main purpose you got into this podcast and hopefully you have a good laugh. I will I will put in caution that if you are lifting and listening to this podcast because I used to do that and there would be times where I'd listen to a podcast and they said something funny and I would laugh and if you're in the middle of the set that's not a good situation. So just a little forewarning caution there just be prepared this you might want to listen to this podcast when you're not doing a compound lift but if you're running or whatever keep going because it'll keep you through your run but anyways this first story is called the box and if you're a trainer you probably already know where this is going but just keep listening (laughs) um I had gotten my license finally And I was able to go to the gym by myself. And I wasn't really nervous to go to the gym by myself because this is the gym that I've been to and I felt really comfortable. And I was actually honestly really excited because I didn't have to deal with other people and their schedules and making sure that I was ready when they were ready or that I had to wait for them to be ready. That's usually what happens. But I was excited to go to the gym by myself. And I was starting a new program, and this program had box jumps in it. And I was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) And I've never had anything happen to me with a box jump before. But all I could think of was back in high school when we would do conditioning training and they would program in box jumps. Now, that's a rant within itself because box jumps are an explosive movement, not a conditioning movement. But we're gonna we're just gonna push past that right now. And I remember when we would do conditioning and we would have to do box jumps, and there was this one girl, she was so good at them, and I wanted to be able to be as good as her, but I was like, there is no way I can do the super tall box. And I consider myself a pretty tall person. And this box was taller than my hips and I'm thinking how in the heck am I supposed to get my long legs all the way up here without falling on my face and face planting or tumbling over and land on this box so I never did the super tall box and she was able to do that and I was just like I wish and she was so graceful with it too I think this is where my physical therapy brain comes in where I'm just like the movement was so beautiful but I just, I wish I could have done it. So I didn't stick with like the tiny box. I, I'd say like it was the medium box. I don't really know, but I just, I wish I could have gotten to the tall box, but it was so intimidating, this like extremely tall box. And I don't know what it is about box jumps, but I just feel like sometimes these boxes are just laughing at you. And it's almost like, when if you have a dog and they have to get spayed and neutered or you spayed and neuter your dog and the squirrels know that your dog can't go out and chase after them and they kind of do this whole like tag situation with each other and then they almost stare at your dog and go like we know you can't chase us and so like I feel like this is what the box is doing to me where it's like It knows that I'm scared of it and it's just intimidating in all sorts of areas 
and it knows that I'm scared and that either A, I'm going to jump and I'm going to do it, but ultimately it doesn't want me to. And I don't know what it is. If you know what it is, you can message me and tell me. I know a little bit of it is fear for like safety reasons, which has its reasons, but that had never happened to me before where I had failed. So I didn't have any reason to be scared of it. So I prepared myself with a bunch of videos by making sure I knew the form, by making sure any like tips anyone has to preparing. I didn't know this was a thing, but like if you look at the front of the box, they say that it keeps you from either jumping too far forward, but then also like making sure you jump high enough. I don't know how that works, but it does. And if it works for you, good luck with that. So that's what I found when I was looking at videos. And I was going through my workout and I was feeling prepared. I was feeling ready. I was feeling good. And then I look at my program and it's like box jumps. And I'm like, oh, shoot, we're going to have to do this. <laughs> and I, um, I went over to the box jump and my gym has it where there's this pole that has an adjustable platform. So I'm going back and forth in my head. I'm thinking, okay, do we want to do the short one or do we want to go higher? And this is the issue I run in a lot because I don't want to seem like I'm doing the box jump where you can literally just step up like a stair. But then at the same time, it's like I'm too scared to do the box jump that is super high or just a little bit higher because I don't want to fall on my face. And I go back and forth and it's my ego getting in the way, which in anything if you take anything from these stories, do not let your ego get in your way of your workout because that's just asking for a mess up. So there you go. That's my little tiny TED talk in the middle of my story. But I was debating back and forth on what height I should do. And I finally decide and I pick one. I don't remember what it was. And I get myself ready and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Rebecca, you can do this. You can jump and you will make it on this platform and everything will be okay. So I get myself ready and I get set and I have my playlist in the background and I had told myself, okay, when the beat drops, go. And I don't know if anyone else feels this way. I'm assuming so. But if you just like have any sort of movement, especially in the gym when it comes to like box jumps, deadlifts, squats or honestly, probably anything where you just have a movement where you just have to move, which is a movement in itself. But um, I just feel like when you, no one else knows that the beat's dropping, but for some reason, when you go, when the beat drops, you just feel like you're in this movie and you're like, I'm the cool person who's running through a field while the fire is going behind me. And I'm the superhero or whatever. I don't know. But like, it just makes me feel cool. So I told myself, okay, when the beat drops, go. And I got myself ready and I was set. The beat dropped and I went and I made it. And I was so happy. I was like, okay, we survived. But then I realized I was like, oh, okay, we have a few more. So go back down, reset, and I keep going. And I did another set and I started thinking I could go higher and this is when Rebecca's ego starts kicking in. And she's like, 
I think I could go higher. So let's let's try this. And I was starting to feel a bit more anxious, but then I had told myself, no, you got this. You made it this far. I feel like you could go higher. And I'm having this conversation with myself and I'm not letting this box intimidate me. And I don't know if anyone around the gym saw me doing this, but I had told myself, I was just like in my head going back and forth debating. And I get set and I get ready to go and I wait for that beat to drop and I jump and I make it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes, I did it. And then that whole scenario kicks in again where I'm like, oh shoot, I still have a few more jumps to do in this set. And so I get myself set and I get ready to go and I do it again and I'm safe and I get to just rest until my last set. Now this last set, I get ready to go and I jump, I'm safe and I keep going then I'm two reps in. And going when the beat drops is a good thing, but then it can also be not a good thing because I was so determined on going when the beat dropped that I wasn't really ready. I was a little unsteady. My feet weren't really ready to go or like I felt a little off balance, but I was so determined on going when the beat dropped that I jumped up and I was like, I had that feeling where it's like, you know, oh, this is not going to end well. Like if someone saw me and did a freeze frame, it was that look on my face where it's like, oh, no. Like on Instagram, I think it's like on Instagram and TikTok where it's that song where it's like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. That one, that would have been the perfect song to freeze frame on my face. Because I just knew in that moment, I was like, there is no way something's going to happen. I didn't know what was going to happen, but something was going to happen. And I start falling down and I feel myself barely hit the platform, but just keep falling. And it's one of those moments where you just, you feel like you're going forever and you're falling, even though it wasn't that high of a jump. And I just keep falling and then I hit the ground and I hit my butt and I'm just like, that's great. And the funny thing was, is all I cared about at that moment was looking around and saying, did anyone else see that? Please no one see that I just fell on my butt and missed this box jump. Funny enough, there was a guy who was like two feet away from me and nothing, nothing, not even a glare, not even a look. He was so into his workout that he didn't even notice that I jumped in the middle of the air, missed, missed a box, and fell straight on my butt. And that just goes to show you that people are so into their workouts that they're not even going to notice you. They don't really care. Like, I think if people are trainers, they might be looking around just to make sure everyone's safe. But ultimately, everyone's so in their head on either looking at what they look like or their workout and movement in general so that just goes to show that my point is right but anyways I start sitting there and I start feeling my leg throbbing and I'm like that's kind of weird and I'm wearing leggings and I look down and I'm like oh my leggings kind of getting a little darker on my shin so I roll up my leggings and I notice that I have this ginormous scratch or like I don't want to say gash because it wasn't that deep, but 
this ginormous cut on my leg and I'm like oh no (laughs) and I'm just all I'm thinking of is like oh crap this is gonna like mess up my workout I want to get through the rest of my exercises maybe I can just get up and go to the bathroom and get it cleaned up and it'll be completely fine so I try and get up and I kid you not I felt like one of those giraffes that just got born and they're walking around super unsteady and they're like that was me I couldn't really feel my leg and I felt like I didn't know how to walk anymore and I was like there's no way that I'm going to be able to get through this workout so then I realized I have to walk across the gym floor and not have anyone notice me I have to walk like a normal human being So no one thinks that anything's wrong with me because I didn't want to cause a commotion. And I I decide to keep walking and all I'm telling myself in my head is, Rebecca, just stay focused on walking like a normal human being. You got this. It's okay. You could do this. You know how to walk. And I walk past the front desk and then I realize I'm like, oh, shoot, I have to walk down these stairs because at my gym... The gym is upstairs and then you have to go downstairs and go past another front desk because there are pools and a basketball court downstairs. Now realizing as I'm telling the story, I could have taken the elevator, but I wasn't thinking about that at that moment. So I'm walking down these stairs and I'm just going, ouch, 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 this hurts. Um, And I get down the stairs and I keep walking and I pass the front desk and I'm just like, walk like a normal human being, walk like a normal human being. And I get to my car. I finally sit in my car. And you know that moment where you finally like realize that you hurt yourself and you're able to relax and then all the pain just starts rushing in. That's what happened when I sat in my car and I just get this like one single tear rolling down my face and I'm like, we're going to go home now. (laughs) I didn't know what else I was going to do, but I knew I was going to go home. So I got home and I can't remember if my parents were home at that time or not, but I'd gotten home and then my parents had asked, what the heck did you do? And all I said was I had box jumps and immediately my dad starts shaking his head. And I'm just like, you didn't even let me finish the story, but he knew where it was going. I completely failed on the box jump. And then my mom was telling me, okay, make sure you put this cream on it. Make sure you moisturize, yada, 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 because it's going to leave a scar. Well, I didn't. One, I was a teenager, so I didn't want to listen. And two, I kind of wanted a scar. (laughs) Like, you know when Mater... And Cars 2 says, like, I like my dents because they keep memories. That's what I was basically thinking. I was like, this will give me a cool story to talk about. Even though it's not a cool story. It's a funny story, but it's not a cool story. And I thought that it would be cool to have this giant scar across my shin. So now I have this, like, half a foot or six inches. I don't know what that is in centimeters, but... um. I have this scar that is on my shin and who knows if it will ever go away. And the funny thing was, is I had a trainer that I would see off and on at another gym and 
I didn't want to say anything because at this time it was scabbing. So I was just going to walk in and be like, nothing happened and see if she'd noticed. Well, I get through this whole workout and she doesn't say anything. And I'm thinking, what the heck? This thing is like huge. She's got to see it. And my mom comes to pick me up because she had to take the car. So I couldn't take myself. And she had said, oh, Rebecca, did you tell such and such what happened? And my trainer goes, what? And I was like, well, I thought you would have noticed the giant scab on my shin. And she's like, oh, no, I know what that was. You missed a box jump. So that's how I kind of knew that most people would have probably already known or most trainers would have probably already known that I had failed at a box jump. So don't let your ego get in the way when it comes to box jumps. But this next story is called the bloody finger and this one has to involve a bench and I was feeling pretty confident this day I was like I can go up and wait I feel like I got this so I'm getting ready I'm getting set up I'm pulling my shoulders back getting set and I I'm having my music play in my ears and I'm going down for the set and I make it and it's completely fine. I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling like a superhero. I'm like, I got this. So set two, same thing. Get ready, get set and going. Then set three comes. And this one was okay, but I kind of felt a little shaky after the first, not first rep, the last few reps. And I go to re-rack the weight, re, re-rack the weight. <laughs> and I feel this pinch in my hand and I'm thinking well maybe it's just my my bracelets or my rubber bands that are on my wrists but I was like it's not coming from my wrist but I didn't really care at that moment I was just like okay probably need to take down the weight don't think I can make it during or make the next set with the rest period that I had and I look down and I noticed my pinky starting to get a little red but I go to re-rack re the weight and the next thing I know, I look at my pinky again and then like two seconds later, just blood starts flowing out and I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> and I, all I could think in my head was, I can stop it. I can just put my hand over it and it's completely fine. And that didn't work, obviously, because all this blood is flowing from me exercising and your blood's just like going through your body and if there's an opening it's like oh okay we're gonna go we're gonna move to that point and I had thought that I could stop it but then I realized like Rebecca you're gonna have to ask for help and especially because there started to get blood on the floor it wasn't that much blood um but during this time it was the few weeks after we had gotten out of quarantine and the gym started reopening but I still had to wear a mask. And so I start walking over to the front desk and I'm thinking I could just ask for a Band-Aid and it's fine because obviously my hand is not working as a Band-Aid. So I go to the front desk and I don't know what was going through my head, but I had thought that I was a little shaky. So I had thought that I needed to take down my mask to tell them what had happened. But the guy, right as I said, I need a, he's like, ma'am, please put up your mask. But then the lady that's next to him was like, um, are you okay? Cause her eyes, I swear, got like 
three times the size of what they were before and she just sees this blood going down my hand and I'm just like I'm fine I I swear I'm fine all I need is a band-aid and they start talking within themselves like they completely ignore me and they're like what code do we need to call do we need to call someone should we just give her a band-aid what do we need to do and I'm just thinking no 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 just please give me a band-aid it's not that big of a deal I swear it's fine it's just because I was exercising why there's that much blood and they end up calling code blue and I'm just like oh no please don't like be calling the ambulance or something I really don't want this to be a big deal I didn't want to cause a commotion I could have handled this myself if I had a band-aid in my gym bag but I didn't and they send up these two lifeguards and I was like okay that's not that bad but like really this wasn't necessary And the funny thing was, is I knew one of these lifeguards and he goes, oh, hey, Rebecca, what's wrong? And I was, I put out my hand and he goes, oh, and he starts shaking. And I'm just thinking, am I going to have to calm down this lifeguard? Like, I'm the one that's injured here. Am I the one that's going to have to save this lifeguard because he's afraid of the blood that is coming off my finger? And He's trying to calm me down while simultaneously shaking and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to like put on this cotton ball and this bandaid and, uh, 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 and I'm just like, dude, please do not faint on me, please. I don't want to have to save you. (laughs) Um, but I'm like simultaneously trying to make sure he's okay while he's making sure I'm okay because that's his job. But thankfully, nothing happened. I just signed a few forms being like, yeah, they did their job and I could get back to my workout. The only problem was, is I have this giant cotton ball with a wimpy bandaid on and I'm sweaty. (laughs) And anytime I went to go curl my finger, the bandaid would just pop right off. And that was really frustrating because it's either you get these band-aids where they don't do anything Or you get the band-aid that leaves that gummy mark on it and it takes forever to get off. I know some people say like just rip off the band-aid but there's those like stitched band-aids where they have the stitches on them and it takes forever to get those off and they hurt so bad because you feel like they're taking off layers and layers of skin and hair at the same time. So they gave me one of the like wimpy band-aids and so I'm dealing with trying to make sure this band-aid stays on while I'm working out. Probably wasn't the best workout I ever did but I was like there's no way I can just like keep going or not keep going because it's just my finger and it's fine. It's not like I have a giant gash on my leg or anything. So I kept working out and now I think I have this like yeah I have this tiny little scar on my pinky so that goes into the bank of my memory scars let me know if you have any memory scars because I feel like everyone has stories when it comes to their scars another reason why I wanted a scar I think I had already said that but oh well my next story this one isn't necessarily a gym story but it can happen at a gym and this one has to do with handstands I didn't really make up a name for this one but we can just call it London Bridge is falling down (laughs) but I have multiple handstand fails but this one in particular 
is kind of funny. So I'm getting ready and I'm getting set up for my handstands. I'm putting my hand on the ground. At this point, I'm able to do a handstand without the wall. So I'm feeling pretty confident or trying to get used to not doing it with the wall. And I kick up. And the thing is, is I have this issue where if I get super excited that I accomplished something, I smile really, really hard. And sometimes that smile turns into a laugh and then I lose my core. And that just doesn't help when you're doing any sort of exercise. So I go to kick up for this handstand and I start smiling really hard and I start losing my balance. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And just once your leg starts tipping over in one direction, sometimes it's hard to pull it back or I'm trying to learn how to maneuver my hands so I can rebalance myself but I had gotten so happy about accomplishing this handstand that I just couldn't control what was happening and like the London Bridge I fell down now it wasn't that big of a deal because I was on carpet because it was freezing outside and I didn't want to freeze my toes off and do it in my backyard the only problem was my closet door was open And most people's closet doors have handles on them. And my handle is this really hard metal handle. And I had slammed my leg on this handle and it hurt so bad. I think I have the video of this. So let me know if you want me to post this video. Um, It's basically me going up in a handstand, falling over, hitting my leg, and then cradling my leg laughing but also simultaneously in pain trying to like decide am I going to do this again so I ended up getting a giant bruise on my leg honestly I feel like I collect more bruises than I do scars and that's mostly because right now I'm doing step-ups and I keep hitting the back of my leg on one of those hard boxes there again boxes they're just intimidating and mean in general but I ended up doing the handstand again and it's completely fine it happens you're going to fall when you handstand but that's another story for later but now I had asked on Instagram for people to send in their gym fail stories and I'm trying to do this more consistently so that I can get your guys's point of view when it comes to this podcast. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at Rebecca.8. So maybe I can shout you out on the podcast and either tell you a story, tell your story, tell your opinion, or if you have a question or something, I'll shout you out. But Nato Fio, I hope I pronounced that right. She had said, I once walked into my local gym. I was new in town. But I was so intimidated, I walked right past. And I just want to say, I congratulate you for even going. Because I think a lot of the times, people get so overwhelmed about going to a new gym or the gym in general, they don't even leave their house. So the fact that you left your gym to even try to go there is an accomplishment in itself. I think sometimes we're really hard on ourselves about having a goal and then not reaching the goal when we want to reach the goal or 
thinking that we halfway got there and that's not good enough. And I even do this to myself. I set a goal, I set a time limit, and those are good things, but you can't beat yourself up. This is where it's like it's okay for your goals to shift a little bit. So the fact that you even went to your gym and started that momentum, you will build that momentum. And I'm assuming you eventually went into the gym and you started working on your goals. And if you didn't, then you probably went home and worked out at home. I know for the longest time I worked out in our gym or not our gym, in our garage. I wish our garage was a gym, but that's something I can wish for in the future. But um, my dad had a few weights and so I do a few different exercises in our garage. Now I wanted a barbell so I ended up needing to go to an actual gym because my parents didn't want to put a squat rack in and I was really sad but that's besides the point. I had worked out in my garage for the longest time and you can get a good workout in there or you could even like just get yourself a few dumbbells or do some body weight workouts. Just getting yourself started and moving towards your goal is an accomplishment in yourself so I applaud you for that. But if you want to be shouted out on this podcast, make sure you are watching my stories and seeing if I post any questions and I can shout you out. So I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to my fails and that you got a good laugh out of it and that you enjoyed this more comedy centered podcast. And if you could leave a rating and review for this podcast so that more people can hear these funny stories or information that I'd like to share with everyone and subscribe to this podcast and screenshot this podcast and share it on your social media and tag me at Rebecca.8 so people can get a good laugh out of this story from hearing all my different fails. I think it's really funny and I like looking back on them. And email me at BeccaBabblesPodcast at gmail.com with any questions or topics you want to talk about. Or if you want to message me about a gym fail that you had and I could share it on the podcast if you want. Or we could just have a fun conversation together. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you for listening. And I can't wait to babble with you next time.